Question four, why and where do I? I sat in the company of a a cancer patient once who was in the waning days of his battle with his illness. He had lived a full life. He had no regrets with, with where his journey was ending. His reply to me when I asked him how he felt about it all was, well, Ed, we've all got to die of something. So get figuring out how best to live. (laughs) I never forgot that. Never forgot that. His legacy to me for the brief time that I knew him and shared his company was to realign my focus on how I live now and leave that value for life behind when I'm done. Beautiful. (laughs) So profoundly beautiful. Future-proofing, succession planning, and legacy building all form essential building blocks to the stability of personal and business relationships and organizational health and societal well-being. We can never totally have control of a future we haven't arrived at yet. Let me say that again. We can never totally have control of a future we haven't arrived at yet. The unknowable variables make it impossible to do so with certainty. But we can, however, in our very limited but intentional intentions, (laughs) both dream into the future and lay plans for a future we would like to see. Planning with the future in mind is foundational to an empowered sense of living and leadership. We won't be here in our vocational capacities forever. And frankly, neither should we plan to be. The best is always just behind us. And that admission in no way diminishes or devalues the present we live in, that we contribute to and we have control over. But it does, however, create the inevitability that ideas, people and opportunities greater than we currently are exposed to will eventually surface and take centre stage. Excellence begets excellence. And with the expanding technology that surrounds us and the increased innovation, the yet undiscovered brilliant people that make it possible will always arise from each succeeding generation. (laughs) So how? How do we respond to the inevitability of change? We do so by pushing the boundaries of innovation, inclusion, imagined and realized cultures of creativity. We strategically and deliberately invest time, resources and love. Yes, I said love in the current best and the potentially brilliant individuals emerging out of our environments of excellence and spheres of influence. In doing this, We affirm the best of the current contributions and value systems while making room for what and who comes next. You know, legacy from age to age hasn't only or primarily been defined by the good things which people say in remembrance of those that preceded them. Legacy has also been defined by their doings that the current generations do. The impact on the thoughts and actions of current and ongoing generations is where legacy is truly to be found. So let me share five thoughts for creating legacy intentional cultures. Number one, address language culture. Language matters in any thought of of future proofing and legacy culture creation. The words used 
and the actions, policies and behaviours that consistently affirm those words are an essential part of the building process. So find the words that inform and inspire behaviour and then affirm the continued belief in those words with policies and incentives that will shape legacy intentional cultures. Number two, encourage a vision intentional culture. Allow your people the freedom to imagine futures together. Talk about them. Futures together in which ideas and constructs and practices that personally and professionally limit and harm are stripped away and deconstructed. Give them the space to build frameworks and models that explore predicted and unpredictable futures and how they can be both navigated and thrived in. Now, don't do this as an exercise in wishful thinking. Do it as an ongoing practice of innovation or renewal and exploration. Number three, encourage a process-driven and event celebratory culture. <laughs> you know, a, a changing and currently shifting world means that we cannot afford to approach long-term goals like we used to. You know, settling in for the long haul on projects, contracts and commitments must now include incremental celebrations of the process achieved on the way to the end goal. Celebrate the success to be found in the process also. Number four, be intentional about an invested in culture. You know, we often think that the primary investments needed to improve work morale and culture are just financial investments. And, and while this plays a big and important part in doing so, legacy intentional cultures are the ones in which people invest intentionally into people with the other important variables, such as time and, and life stories and skills and mentorship and affirmation. And I'm gonna use the word again, love. Yeah, love. And number five, create relationally accountable environments. Accountability is one of the most important and pivotal components of any legacy intentional culture. A sense of vulnerability accompanies accountability. It goes without saying. It exposes our limitations, forces us to recognize the gaps in our understanding and embrace feeling overwhelmed by the enormity of the whole experience. But accountability allows us to experience vulnerability in safe and empowered environments. It encourages deeper levels of realized resilience and gives us healthier views of the world and our place in the world. So, who am I? How am I? How do I? Why? Where do I? These are four questions among many questions that press us for answers every day. My hope is that these four questions will give you the framework around which you can build a better you and create cultures of excellence, growth, and empowerment around you. Okay, for the last time, let's do the work. <laughs> Why and where do I? Engage. Who is the person or people 
projects or environments that you should be pouring yourself into right now. We need to think about it and start writing it down. Renew. Make a list of all the people you know would be brilliant mentors. Place them on one side of the sheet of paper. And then I want you to place the names of individuals next to their names that need their mentorship. And lastly, inspire. What are you going to do about the list of names? (laughs) That's right. What are you going to do about that list of names? What is your commitment to yourself after listening to this chapter and doing these exercises? Okay, let's go do the work.